Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Family, we are going in. Happy to be back and doing this uh, brand new season. Mm -hmm. Man, where are we at? Season seven. (laughs) Season seven. So I got something I want to talk about. This came about uh, through some of my uh, time on uh, Clubhouse. But uh, before we get too far into it, let's take care of uh, some housekeeping. Again, welcome family. This is Moorish Kingdom Podcast. That's MKD Podcast. I am your host, D. Millel. I want to salute my subscribers, our supporters. Peace and love. And if you're new here, consider uh, subscribing and supporting the channel if you like the content. Appreciate you. Okay. Okay. So now, I've been having some interesting experiences there on the clubhouse. I'm fairly new to it. I think I've been on there maybe right around 10 times or so. Mostly uh, real quick in and out. Uh, In fact, one of the first times I was on there was during an interview on Black Bitcoin Billionaire. I've spent probably about half my time in that group uh, on Clubhouse, that club, and the rest have been scattered about in other rooms, mostly Bitcoin rooms. So on one of these occasions, uh, something had come up and I want to kind of flesh out some of those ideas right here on the podcast. I think it was interesting. Now, there's this concept that I've never heard before now, but it makes perfect sense. Um, It's called Pax Americana. P-A-X Americana. And this basically means relative peace. Relative peace. Now, when we're talking about the relative peace, we're just talking about the current hierarchy dominant structure that's on the planet Earth. That would be your Pax Americana. Right? As the world is subject to military domination, right? You have a a military that's in more than 100 countries. Right? Upwards of like 130. This is what is maintaining the relative peace on the planet. Is that clear? Okay. Now... In this conversation, I was actually speaking with a good brother, man, a good brother, witty, very witty, super intelligent, uh, prior military, um, just good guy all the the way around, solid dude, solid dude. So uh, ended up asking a question, right? I asked a series of questions and one of them, I think I, you know, asked it the wrong way to where it was just like, that sounds strange, but it was one of those questions where it was like, hey. You think Bitcoin could be like an American weapon? And he said, I don't know. But then what he said, though, was, was that if it ever became a problem, which it couldn't. Um, the 
Pax Americana could eliminate Bitcoin. Now, it was just interesting, right? Because I think that it's bigger than that, right? I don't want I don't want you all to get caught up with that either. That idea that it, it could be a, an American weapon. Well, we're really what I'd like to bring forth is is what is referred to as Pax Bitcoinica, right? So a relative piece with regards to Bitcoin, right? So the same way you got this military in 130 plus countries, if you had this Bitcoin doing the same thing and it altered war, it altered the strategies of war, it may essentially bring about or trigger or enable a new form of peace or relative peace. Okay, a lot of people would dispute if there's peace now. Right. Or if there's been peace in the last 500 years. Right. Some people will go even further back than that. However, what we're discussing right now is just the idea of what does uh, that relative peace look like? Let me go a little further as to how this conversation came about. So when we talk about El Salvador adopting Bitcoin, and these many other countries that are starting to signal. Um, and these other countries are, um, you know, third world or developing countries, however you want to describe it, uh, whatever is, is appropriate or proper or palatable, right? Um, <clears throat> so this Bitcoin maybe allows for El Salvador to disrupt that hierarchy. And we're talking about just economics right now. We're talking about, you know, they they need to get a loan or owe money to the IMF. Right. The IMF is starting to apply pressure. I believe maybe even the U.S. may be applying a little pressure. With regards to El Salvador's decision. To make Bitcoin legal tender. Now. The question is, this is the question. Is it possible that enough humans park their value inside of Bitcoin that again, it triggers this Pax Bitcoinica? Some people say no, because the material weapons are still there. The ships, the planes, the, the you know what I'm saying? The tanks. All these things still exist, right? The bullets, the missiles, the bombs, all these things are still there. So how does how does everyone will say quote unquote blexiting bring about a Pax Bitcoin? How does that happen? Well, there is that other side, you know. You ever notice when countries go to war, they end up needing to take out a loan? <laughs> Have you ever noticed that? Meaning you can't go to war with no money. So I understand you you have these uh, weapons of mass destruction, but without finance, I don't know how you're actually going to fight a war. Now, if the people have stopped funding the war, I don't know how the war is going to be fought because that's who ends up paying for wars, family. The people. 
the people. That's who pays for the wars. The government borrows the money from a central bank. And of course, it is for the citizens to pay that money back via taxes and every other kind of taxation that they can come up with, form of taxation they can come up with to pay that money back. Okay, so what happens when a significant portion of the earth is no longer funding the current right Pax Americana via fiat because that's how it's done a part of the Pax Americana is that central banking model you know a part of that Pax Americana is promoting and spreading democracy So there's going to be new forms of organization, right? Like like democracy is a form of, of people organizing, humans organizing, right? Bitcoin is going to usher in a new way of people organizing, just like that. It was something else that came up, and we're going to talk about all of this in this series. It was something else that came up, and it's related. And the question was... Do Bitcoiners actually believe that Bitcoin can resolve racism? So again, I would say a part of this Pax Americana has racism caked into. And it is a system. Right? Racism is a system. Right? Racism requires money. Like every other form of oppression, normally the, the people who are oppressed are funding their own oppression. Right? More times than not, the oppressed are funding their oppression. Family, do not take that wrong like it's victim blaming family again do not take that wrong like it's victim blaming it's a lot like that uh what is that syndrome where you start to love your captor where you start to have empathy for your for your torturer but uh yeah you guys get in the comment section man straighten me out i forget what that's called (laughs) I forgot what that syndrome is called. Get in the comment section. Remind your brother what it's called when you love your your enemy or your torturer or your capturer, right? That syndrome where you start to have empathy for that person who is doing you dirty. So again, that, that as a as a final summary, Pax Americana versus Pax Bitcoinica, a relative piece. Okay, family, that's the end of this one. I'm going to catch y'all on the next episode. Peace.